The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncy, and Wes Crouch. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in on another episode of From Corner to Corner Coaches Corner presented by Community Trust Bank. Sean, Adam, and Neil here with you tonight. And we are welcoming in uh, Tanya Witt and freshman Elaine Purvis and freshman Laura Lee Orison. Welcome to the show. Did I say that right? All right, right. All right, we're off to a good start then. close enough. <laughs> so Tanya has a lot of irons and several fires here in Montgomery County. You have Tanya Witt for photography, you have the Rise Up Sports Media, and then you're kind of over the Rise Up 2026 AAU ladies team, right? I got a few things going on. Yeah, for sure. So, um, where do we want to start? <laughs> for those that don't know you, why don't you go on and introduce yourself? And tell, yes. us, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Um, Tanya Witt from Montgomery County, lived here my whole life. Um, Spent 20 years in the school system as middle school social worker, retired from there, went to work as regional program manager for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, the Bluegrass for five years. Um, we all know what happened in 2020. Um, didn't like to service my kids over Zoom and phone calls. And so um, decided to call it quits um, and retire, which I thought was going to be for the last time. And um, photography kind of crept its way in and some opportunities presented itself. And so kind of got into photography. Um, as more of a hobby and now it's kind of become a profession um again you know covid um a lot of time to think a lot of time to reflect on some things and um just really didn't like the way that the media was portraying women in sports um and the exposure that they were getting so launched rise up sports media uh, that's really taken off we just give female athletes across the commonwealth and surrounding states you know this exposure that they deserve um this year we started a uh, 2026 AAU team, and so we've got uh, 10 players from literally kind of across the state that um, are playing in some big-time tournaments, and um, we've got a lot of a lot of talent um, on that team and a lot of upside from those girls. So 2026, I assume that means they'll be their senior years when they graduate? Correct, okay. which, which is a little bit misleading because it's a 2026 team, but we have two kids that are true 22 kids who are true 2026 players We've got seven kids that are 2027 players, and we've got one kid that's a 2028 player, but we play in the 2026 class. So you got girls that are clearly playing up, yeah, uh, which will only be beneficial for them. Exactly. So you talked about they're from the local area. Which counties are represented on the team? Uh, we've got a kid from uh, Highlands in northern Kentucky. We've got a kid from Estill County. We've got a kid from Raceland, kid from Boyd County, kid from Owsley County. Um, kid from Shelby Valley, a kid from Johnson Central. Um, we've got three kids from Montgomery County. Awesome. So pull back the curtain for us a little bit. Tell us how 
how did the AAU team come to be? How do you start an AAU team? Um, really, you just start reaching out to girls and saying you want to play basketball in the summer. And so um, we did that with a couple of girls, um, started reaching out to a few others to try to build that roster. I was very um, specific on the roster that I wanted to build. Um, we were going to do tryouts. I, I closed that down before we even got that started um, because I, I really wanted um, specific kids that brought specific skill sets um, to the team. And so we reached out to them and um, they all said yes. And, and here we are. So, so, I mean, really it's truly nothing other than, Hey, let's start an AAU team. I think. Start an AAU team. If you're willing to do all the behind the scenes paperwork and um, you know, all the, the legal NCAA stuff behind the scenes. Right. But, um, yeah, you just, uh, you know, we, we've gotten started. We will probably add a 2027 team next year, but um, this will this will be my grassroots team. Um, I won't add a team ahead of them. Um, they pretty much are, are laying the foundation for the program. So I'm curious, the fact that, you know, very specific in the players that you chose and they're from all these different counties, is the photography part of it or the Rise Up Media part of it kind of what, like, showed you the – the, the kind of people that you wanted to, uh, you know, choose out of that or because, I mean, it'd be really hard for you to know all these players in all these different areas just just because. Yeah, um, you know, probably not so much the photography part as the rise up part. Um, you know, just our name is out there and kids tag us and things and they put highlight videos on and we see those and um, word of mouth, you know, keep your eye on this kid, keep your eye on this kid, um, you know, just so – People in all areas just reaching out saying, hey, these these kids are going to be great players. And so, you know, you kind of you look at them. You know, one of the things that I really did was look at their social media. That was the first thing that I did. I think kids today don't realize, um, you know, you can play basketball um, and that's fine. But college coaches really look for the um, intangibles. You know, are you a good teammate? Yep. Is your social media clean? How do you handle yourself off the court? How do you handle yourself around other players well you know you talked about spending 20 years in the school system um social media wasn't that big a thing 20 years ago uh it is now and that's that that's conversations that we're having to have with kids every day sorry i moved in the chair it made a noise and we can't hold it together it's okay it's all right listen i i deal with middle school kids every day i can talk over you uh but you know, that's a big thing that we have to talk to our kids about is, you know, you make one tweet, you make one post, you make one Instagram uh, post, you make a snap and you're like, ah, you know, what's it going to do? How many times do you see, even in like the NFL combine, that these these GMs, they're they're going through their their uh, socials and they are going to pull up something from 10 or 12 years ago. So touch on that a little bit. How much do you have an impact on what the girls are posting moving forward now that they're attached to your brand? Well, you know, one of the, one of the things that we very first talked about um, on day one is, you know, if you've got things on your social media that um, you would be embarrassed for your mom to see or your grandmother to see or somebody, you better make that private or you better get it off of there. Um, you know, I, I'm very old school and traditional when it comes to some things. Um, you know, the respect part is one of them. Um, making sure that that you're keeping that social media um, on a high standard because once it's out there, even if you delete it, somebody screenshot it somewhere and it's it's going to haunt you forever. Um, and you know, with AAU, it's it's great and it's all fun and games and, and basketball. But you know, there are a lot of life lessons in there to be taught too. Um, you know, 
to be respectful. And, um, you know, I, I know that kids get high strung on the court and, and some of those emotions can show, but learning to keep those under control yep. and under wraps and, you know, how, how should your social media profile look? How should you, um, handle coaches if they were to approach you or talk to you? And so it's, it's more than just basketball. It's teaching a lot of life skills. Um, because, you know, we, we got together early on and I asked who wants to play at the next level and everybody raised their hand. And so you've, you've at this point got to kind of learn to, um, you know, what, what those roadblocks are and, and what those avenues are and, and handle those as they come. Well, and it's it's not even, not only just in the sports world, but you have um, employers now that are going and looking at your social media to be like, what kind of employee are they going to be? What, you know, because it, it's, you don't want activists a lot of times on, on, the, on things like that, or you don't want people that are going to, because we're in a world now with all this cancellation stuff and, you know, and stuff like that, you're, you make the wrong comment. You're not only hurting yourself, but you could hurt your school. You could hurt your employer. You could hurt your family, your church. I mean, it, because people don't stop now. If you, if you rub somebody the wrong way, they don't stop when it comes to, you know, bashing someone. So I, it's good that you get you have that in place for sure. So you kind of talk about your Rise Up brand a little bit. If there's a parent listening to this podcast, how can somebody be a Rise Up ambassador? I've seen you post stuff like that. About so, athletes. so we have a couple of different avenues for that. We have Rise Up ambassadors and we have Rise Up athletes. Our ambassadors are really kids that I've um, kind of hand selected and gone after just because. Um, I've seen them poised in, in situations that, you know, a lot of other people probably wouldn't have maintained their composure, um, things that they're doing behind the scenes, things they're doing in their community. Um, but to be a Rise Up athlete, it's really simple. There's um, You can go to our website, which is www.riseupsportsmedia.com, um, and you can click on there to be a Rise Up um, player. There's an application. Um, again, the first thing I do is when they send that, it's got their social media handles. What do you think I do first? I go and look at their social media um, you know, we've turned a couple kids down because their social media wasn't on the up and up. And I actually had a kid reach out to me last week and said, hey, can I apply again? I'm like, you can apply again. And so she did. And and previously she had about 400 posts on her Instagram. Um, I went back and looked and she had to she had deleted everything off of there. And so she had kind of had a clean slate and started from the beginning. And again, you know, it's it's a learning process for those kids. Some of them, you know, they just they don't know. Um, you know, they don't have that guidance to know that, you know, that's not appropriate and, you know, you're, you're going to get things taken away, um, from you as far as, you know, playing at the next level, if, if that's the way that you're going to portray yourself. And so, um, you know, we look at those social media accounts first and if those are clean and we think everything is fine, then, um, you know, we get them loaded up on our site and we actually have a place where we have a lot of detailed information for, you know, college coaches and, and different individuals can go look at that kid and um, see where they play basketball and what their size is and what they had to say to a recruiter. So you, uh, obviously this sounds like a big production or it's moving that way. Uh, do you have any help or are you just a one man show? Well, when I, when I say we, it's mainly me, but, um, a lot of people in uh, the basketball circle in Kentucky know Alex White. Um, she does a lot of freelance stuff for me. And so um, we are in communication a lot. So she does um, some of the scouting stuff, some of the write-ups, and um, some of that for some kids. But as, 
as far as employees, um, that's it's me right now. Um, you know, hopefully down the road that will change, but um, I'm not to the point that I want to hand a lot of those things off just because I'm very particular about the way that I want things. If my name is on something, I want to make sure that it's a it's a really good solid product that's put out there. So before we start asking the girls some questions, what is your what is your background in sports? Um, so I I played sports from the time that um, I was wee little. Um, I played baseball, little league baseball. There wasn't softball at that time, and so um, I can remember my mom taking me up to the the park and rec office and um, signing up for baseball. And the lady, when I walked in, I can remember telling my mom, well, "Honey, we we don't have any league for little girls." Um, and I just stood there, and my mom said, "It doesn't matter if you have a league for little girls; she wants to play." Um, and so that that was a big to do. It took a it took a little uh, convincing for them to allow me to play. Um, I can remember, you know, well, she might not be safe out there. Those boys are awful big. Um, so I played little league baseball for three years, um, and then I transitioned over to the Babe Ruth baseball for a year, um, and then I kind of found my way to the basketball court. And after that, I kind of found my way back to the softball field. Um, and play softball until um, my body said, you're done. Cool. So those experiences probably is what helped drive. I mean, you, you, you had to just, you know, you had to have this in your mind that one day I would like to do something for female athletes. But it's those experiences that, well, we don't really have anything for you. Well, you know, you're a girl. Uh, so did that have any impact? Um, you know, I can I can remember there being some some guys in the league that you know really um, harassed me. Um, you know, especially when I would get up to bat, and um, you know, it was those times that you just you you prove them wrong mm -hmm. and um, you make them look like the fool. Right. Um, but it you know it it pushed me to another level. Um, you know, even through middle school and high school, um, our fan base was was pitiful. You know. Um, maybe the parents of the players came. You had a handful in the stands. Um, you know, and I know the work that these girls put in. Um, it's no less than what the guys put in. Um, and so they should, at the end of the day, get the same amount of respect that the guys get. Absolutely. So, Tom, real quick, you done a uh, rise up panorama here at the high school this past year. I don't know how you all placed teams together, but that was one of the best preseason tournaments I've ever seen as far as, like, even games. I don't think there was a blowout all day. No, there wasn't a blowout all day. Um, we've got a really, really good lineup for this year. Um, I just finalized my last two teams um, actually yesterday. Um, we've also, Madisonville North Hopkins was able to come last year. That's quite a, a trek for them. If, if you know where Madisonville is, it's way out past Bowling Green. And so um, it's really hard for them to get anywhere in the state if it's not in Western Kentucky. And so they – they traveled up here. They've been huge supporters since kind of day one and since we launched social media stuff. And um, we're actually hosting um, a preseason panorama down there November the 11th. Um, so they've got six or eight teams that are going to play down there in that area. And so that's going to be really cool to, to kind of branch that out and launch that down there. And then ours will be the following weekend on November the 18th. Um, and I'll be announcing those teams later this week. But let me tell you, it's a star-studded showcase. It's it's going to be some really good basketball. I mean, I was there basically all day last year because it, the games were just so good. It's you had a magazine too for a while, right? I, I do. I still you, do. I still you still do. do it? Yeah, we're getting ready to launch issue number six next month. Okay. Yeah. Now you've had coaches from all over the state write articles for that, right? 
Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, again, um, it's those circles that you build, those friendships that you build. Um, you know, like I said, we're getting ready to launch our sixth issue. And, and that really came about because every time I would go to Barnes & Noble and stand in front of the magazine rack, there wasn't one single magazine on that rack that was focused on female athletes. Um, you know, there are a lot of other magazines on, on those racks that had articles. Um, if you dug hard enough, you could find them. Um, but nothing that was female focused. And so, I mean, this magazine, I mean, if you hold it up to a Sports Illustrated or a Slam, um, I, I put my money against both of them every day. But it's a, it's a really good publication. I mean, 60 pages cover to cover. Um, you won't find but probably two or three advertisements in the whole thing because it's a lot of content. But we do have a lot of, um, a lot of individuals that have, that have helped out with that. Zach Gagnon over at KSR is a good friend of mine. And so he's written a couple of those articles. Um, you know, I, I've done some writing. That's really not my thing. But, um, you know, building those relationships with a lot of those individuals. Um, Kyra Elsey, UK uh, women's basketball coach, was our cover feature um, last month. And then um, All-American Hall of Famer Valerie Steele was before that. And so we've had some really great individuals on those covers. Um, with some really good stories in there. And so um, I hope folks will um, grab that when we, we launch that sixth issue. Um, it's available free online. So I think Beth Barry was on the first issue, right? Yeah, she was in the first issue. So, um, you know, she we got to reminisce a, about that and, and her days at um, Alabama. And she was actually coming up at Montgomery County when I was kind of on my way out. And so um, it was really cool to kind of, you know, look back at that and then kind of look and see where Hayden is today and, and kind of how those paths have been similar. Now, is that called Rise Up as well? Yeah, it's, yeah. Rise, it's, it's just Rise Up Magazine. Gotcha. Cool. That's awesome. That is awesome. I, I mean, when do you find time to sleep? Yeah, I don't sit here. <laughs> I was going to say. So, ladies, we've put off long enough. Now it's time for you all to answer some questions. So why don't you take this opportunity to introduce yourself again Tell us how long, what position you play and how long you've been playing basketball. Okay, I'm Laura Lee Orson. Um, I kind of play everywhere except the guard. You know, I'm big, little. I can shoot sometimes. Did you um, say you're big, little? Big yeah, little. I am. <laughs> That's a Laura Lee word for you. <laughs> okay. So you are a, you're a three through five. Yes. Okay. And how long have you been playing basketball? Mm, since like a little infant. Oh. Came out she womb. came out with a basket. Yeah. Came out of womb, yeah. All right. And you? I'm Elaine Purvis. Um, I'm a point guard. I can play anywhere, but my main like position is a point guard. I've only been playing for like five years at the most, maybe. Okay. Go on. I was going to say, now, are you a scoring point guard or are you an assist point guard? Or you do both? She's whatever you need. I'll answer that for you, Elaine. <laughs> All right, so we've heard a lot about this, you know, Rise Up 26. What what drew you to want to be a part of the team other other than Tanya Witt? What, what, what drew you to be a part of the team? I was just looking for an opportunity to get better, and I wanted to, like, you know, prepare myself, and I think that she was a pretty good, what do you call it, like, leader. I think, you know, I, like, she knew what she was doing. Okay. So that's, yeah. All right. I was looking forward to... Um, to meet like new girls to play with mm -hmm. instead of playing with like the same people I've been playing with and looking for opportunity to get better. So what has been your experience thus far being a part of this team? I think I've gotten 
more confident in playing basketball in general and had a lot of fun. You know, yeah. Fun is important. Fun is very important because if it's not fun, you don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, the fact that there's such a select group of, of young ladies on this team, it's got to be pretty exciting to be on this team, right? Because it's, you know, there's a lot of young ladies that play basketball in Kentucky. And to be of a, the core group of, what you say, 13? We've got 10. 10, 10. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? I've, I, and, and there's three. So who's the other Montgomery County girl? Uh, Bailey Warner. Okay, gotcha. Now, and she's eighth grade too? Or going to be a freshman, I mean. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited. So that's Elaine didn't get to answer the question. I'm sorry? Elaine didn't get to answer the question. What question? What has been her experience so far? Oh, I thought she did. No. Well, Laura I Lee took all the I my apologize. time. <laughs> <laughs> she just gave you a dirty look. It's been really fun. Um, I've definitely, like, my confidence has gotten better. Um, that's about it. Now, do both of you all play for the high school team? Yeah. Okay. So, both of you going to be varsity players this year? Yes, sir. I mean, mm -hmm. Coach High listens, so. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Lee, who just said she was gaining confidence. Gaining confidence. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, Coach. So. I know you two, obviously, we spent a lot of time together during middle school season. One of my – I can list moment after moment for both of you. Laura Lee, my favorite moment from you was probably all the times you apologized for knocking somebody over. <laughs> the only player I've ever seen on the court knock a girl over and then go to help her up and apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, like, just full-on sincere apology. Well, they do like, get mad. She had hit me on the back of the shoulder because she got my seat sweaty. She's playing the basketball game, worried about my seat being too sweaty. And Elaine, I mean, one moment that sticks out with you is when we play Clark. And Elaine's got this mood. Like, when she's in the zone, she's in the zone. She hits a three and gave a little bang, bang with the finger. And I, I was like, okay, Elaine's in her bag tonight. Like, watch out because we're about to start fire right now. <laughs> when you give the bang bang, like it gets me hot every time. Was that something that she frequently did? Only on big moments. Only, only on big moments. Yeah, she didn't overuse it, which is key. Right. You so can't. she knows the she moments. Knows, she knows when to use it. Yeah. And anytime against Clark is is the, is she, the right moment, right? I won't say the player, but she also hit a two little on a player, <laughs> and I came unglued when she did that. Well, I mean, you've already you've already spoke now, Adam. I, I'm not going to say the player. Okay, you can. Tell I, I'm not real sure. What What do you mean by that? Like, tell she you scored little. over them oh. and gave the two little running back down. Oh the wow! Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. he's not here. And, and she just said that this has helped boost her confidence. Sounds to me like she's pretty confident. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I want to ask you both. What's one thing about Jordan Perry that you both enjoy? Because Jordan Perry listens, and he, you know he's got to give a little shameless plug, shout out. I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to be honest. Perry's just like the best coach ever. You know, he motivates you, but he explains what you're doing wrong and what you need to do. He answers your questions, and he's just simply like the best coach ever. So, yeah. No offense, Dustin. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> I really can't pick a moment with Perry. Um, he's played a big and a big role model for my life in my sport. Um, I can't pick. He's just he's one of a kind. You'll never find another person like him. I'd say that's safe. I'd say that's a very safe, solid answer. You will not find another person. No, I, what you your said, answer was safe too. Warren. It is, but I'm just saying, like he is truly because you all aren't the first people that I've heard say that that he is one of a kind. You don't you don't you don't come across many Coach Perry's uh, in your playing days. So, Tanya, how many? I mean, I know we're 26 and we're a few years away from college, but it's never too early for college coaches to start looking. How much? interaction and contact has rise up media rise up sports had with college coaches and college recruits and scouts um well i would say probably um quite a bit just because i'm in that college circle with photography um so i've already built relationships with you know a lot of coaches which is very helpful um i will say of the 10 kids on their roster all 10 of them have the potential to play at the next level and so um, you know, we kind of ask them, where do you want to play? Um, what's realistic? What do you want to do? And so just making those contacts with those coaches. And, um, you know, we have a lot of interest um, already from coaches that are already scouting some of our kids. Um, you know, I, I don't know how soon um, one will get a first offer, um, but I would venture to guess it's not going to be long. Um, and I've told the girls, you know, once you get that first offer, those other ones – they, they because kinda, it's like, oh, no, they've offered them. Yeah, so they, they kind of come rolling in. And so um, every single time on the court um, you're being looked at, you don't you don't know where that college coach is. Are they at home on their couch watching you right. on NHFS? Um, are they in the stands watching you? Um, have they sent somebody else there to watch you that you don't know that works for the program? And so um, it's an audition every time out. And so, you know, you, you've got to be on your game. Um the one thing that I preach time and time again is body language. Um, that's that's the number one thing that coaches say. You know, um, if they can play basketball, I can find them. But I want kids that are that are good teammates, that are never too high, that are never too low, and and can keep their composure in tough situations. And so, you know, the, these are young girls. I mean, they're going to be eighth graders. They're going to be freshmen. Um, they're going to be sophomores. Um, you're going to make mistakes, but you know, now is the time to, to learn to correct those and, um, you know, get yourself on a radar. Absolutely. So back to you guys. Four years down the road, we're going to we, we have found the flux capacitor. We have transported four years down the road. What do you what do you hope at that point that you have accomplished both with Rise Up and playing and playing high school basketball? Like what what, what do you hope you have been able to do? Do you hope that you're playing at the next level? If so, where? I just hope that I could end up being like the best me that I could possibly be. Um, I could see myself playing basketball in college. I just hope that it's somewhere good. Absolutely. So someplace that fits you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What Laura Lee said, basically, to be the better of me mm-hmm. for anyone. I really want to play for UConn, for Gino. I mean, if you're going to play for somebody, might as well play for Gino. Might as well, might as well shoot for Gino. <laughs> I mean, 
if if I had some eligibility left, I would try to play for Gino. He's one great of a coach, that's for sure. He's maybe one of the best of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Male or female. I might put Pat right up there with him. Well, Pat would be up there. I mean, one A, one B. That's not that's not too bad. That's not too that's not too shabby for a resume builder. Right. Um, but you know, I think too oftentimes, and, and 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 I've seen this more with males is I'm going to be the next LeBron James. I'm going to be the next Mike Trout. You know, whatever the case, whatever whatever sport they're playing, he's a baseball player. Okay, okay you get you gave me the look. She had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I love the answer that you both gave. Is I'm not trying to go out and be the next Caitlin Clark. I'm not trying to go out and be anybody other than me. I want to be the best version of me possible. So that is quality coaching from all levels. And 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 you are you are listening to the listening to the right people because you if you try to go out and be somebody else, you're gonna fail every time. Uh, you can you can only hope to be the best the, the very best version of, of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope you guys get to to play wherever you want. And if you're playing at UConn, that means Montgomery County's on the map. I can tell you that right now. It means we've may, maybe made it to a state championship or something like that because they're going to be looking for some winners. Elaine said, "Forget championship. We want that ring, right, Elaine? <laughs> Forget the tournament appearance." So, um, so I'm, I'm meant to ask this follow up question. We'll go the 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 um, thing in November the panorama the panorama is that like a tournament type style type thing or is it just like a a matchup of x amount of games um it's preseason so um under Kentucky High School Athletic Association rules every team can have two preseason scrimmages and so this will count as you know those teams um one of their preseason scrimmage games and so we just do a matchup um there'll be uh, four or five games that day. We'll have a couple of JV games over in the barn. Um, we'll start in the morning and go to the evening. We're looking to add a couple um, extra activities in there throughout the day, too, to kind of um, get the kids hyped up and just give them a little bit um, more exposure again. So it'll be all-day basketball. Now, is that the AAU teams or is that the high school teams? Those are high school teams. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because AAU is just summertime, right? right. Okay. Why did I think the basketball season started before November 18th? Because so. middle school, we start in August. Well, I mean, you're always at basketball, so it's always. like, you know. It's a 12-month it's a sport. It, it, it is. And any sports like that nowadays, it's not, you know, it's like 24-7, 365. Now, do you all play anything other than basketball, or are you just strictly basketball players? I'm everywhere. Okay. What, what's your, what, what, what do you like to do? I play volleyball. Okay. And I tried soccer out this year. Nice. All right. I'm just strictly basketball. Strictly basketball. Right. Gotcha. We had uh, we had uh, Coach Christie on last week on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that was fun talking to her about soccer. Sean knows nothing about soccer. No, nothing. Other than the fact that the ball is round and there's a net. He sat in silence the whole time, and that's our highest recorded show. He's <laughs> <laughs> just messing. He was just enjoying the company. Yeah, right. Learning, learning. So the next time she's on here, I'll I'll know what a position might be or we something like that. Some information I know what a goalie is now. Goalkeeper. I'm sorry. Goal. They don't even call it a goalie or a goalkeeper. It's a keeper. Is what she kept referring to it as. So 
We like to shorten things. Yeah. What's next? <clears throat> we've, I, we've pretty much talked on I was that. Say, yeah, I, we've pretty much touched all bases there. So, any other adventures that you're looking to get into? Oh, I'm just, uh, I'm just excited. We, uh, we're going to play a few games this weekend, and then we're going to ramp up for. Um, it's called Run for the Roses in Louisville, June 6th to the 8th. Um, it's a major, major tournament. Um, there are over 600 teams um, wow. that will be there, over 250 college coaches from across the country. And so, um, you know, it's time for the girls to step up their game. Um, you know, it's one of the premier um, events throughout the summer, and so they're going to have the opportunity to showcase their skills. Nice. So 600 teams tournament-wise, that's a several – Several week thing, I assume. Well, it's it's three days, and what they do is they divide them out into oh. pool play. Gotcha. Um, so there are four teams in each pool, and then the top teams um, go out into bracket play on the Sunday. So gotcha. Think a really big version of the World Cup. Okay, gotcha. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Girls, would you anything else you'd like to add? Anybody y'all want to give a shout out to? Adam Muncy. Hey! I don't know. Who's that guy? Did it, Did he have to pay you for that? No. I was actually going to say if they want to shout out their moms, but I'll take that. <laughs> what do y'all think about Coach Adam Muncy? Don't hold you, back. No, you can be honest. <laughs> Brutally honest. I think he made basketball even more fun than it already is. Okay. How about that? <laughs> I've known Elaine since like fifth grade comments team, so like we go way back. He's definitely made me laugh a few times. He makes us all laugh a few times. That's true. I mean, the show wouldn't be the same without him, that's for sure. <laughs> You'll find out in a few weeks. When he's when gone to <laughs> Where did Adam go? Ah, oh, he quit again. That'll be the that'll be the new segment on the show. Where in the world is Adam Muncy this week? <laughs> That's a good one. All right, Tanya. Well, thank you all for coming in. Uh, we appreciate your time. We hope to have you back in, okay. and uh, we hope to hear about you know lots of lots of growth, lots of wins, and uh, hopefully lots of phone calls from people like Gino or Emma. <laughs> well, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner, presented by the From Corner to Corner Podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like on Facebook. Also, remember to help us promote our Coaches Corner show, our Athlete of the Week, our community, our teams, our coaches, and our students deserve it. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.